I want to preach this morning, and this is the word. Can you say this with me? With me, keep showing up. Just, just keep showing up. It's an important word. It's a word that I remember a coach of mine who backed me. I, I remember clearly, I was always the smallest in the team. I know some of you are astounded by that. It's the truth. I was literally tiny. I was the second shortest kid in grade eight out of 220 kids. And again, I've told you the other guy's name, Paul Sishi. Very small. Very small. And, the, and, and, and as I navigate life, coaches played an important role in my life. Because I love the idea of playing sport. I love getting stuck in. But every year, rugby trials at a rugby school, line up biggest to smallest. Oh. And I remember one coach getting involved in my life, and he saw something on me, started to back. He said, just keep showing up. Just keep showing up. And I want to tell you that today, and, and I don't have hours and hours to do it, but I want to give you courage, and I want to call you in these weird times. But I'm telling you, when I look at the Bible, the most weird times were also the most wonderful times because God revealed His glory in spectacular, spectacular ways. And in these times, things are weird, and they are different, and they're not what we planned for 2020. But I'm going to keep showing up. Because of the King of glory, His purposes, His plans at these times. And for many, I know, emotions are frayed and financial plans are challenged and game plans that you had for the year and the decade seem like scattered puzzle pieces across the table. You're going, I could never put that together again. I want to tell you this morning, keep showing up because there's power there. I want to read from Luke chapter 8 about a lady who although she'd had 12 years of pain, 12 years of hemorrhaging and bleeding for 12 years, 12 years of, of ostrac being ostracized from community, 12 years of being declared unclean, 12 years of brokenness, 12 years of no breakthroughs in seeking medical assistance of this earth, 12 years of shattered dreams, emotions, desires, she encountered Jesus. And you know what she decided to do when Jesus came to town? She decided to show up. It goes like this, Luke chapter 8. Now when Jesus returned, a crowd welcomed him, for they were all expecting him. He, he was the healer. He was seeing miracles, and the crowd started to gather and push in around him. It's not a place that someone who is ostracized and kicked out of community because in, in those days and in the laws of the days when a lady was in a menstrual cycle, she would be pushed out of community for seven days. Those were interesting times. But this lady had been hemorrhaging for 12 years. You will stay out of community. For 12 years, you won't be in the crowd. Verse 41, then a man named Jairus, a synagogue leader, came and fell at Jesus' feet, pleading with him to come to his house, because his only daughter, a girl of about 12, was dying. As Jesus was on his way, assume, presumably to Jairus' house, to that story, to that big story of a 12-year-old passing away, the crowds almost crushed him. And a woman who was there, who had been subject to bleeding for 12 years, but no one could heal her. She came up behind him and touched the edge of his cloak, and immediately her bleeding stopped. Who touched me? Jesus asked. When they all denied it, Peter said, Master, the, crowd, the people are crowding and pressing against you. But Jesus said, Someone touched me. I know that power has gone out from me. 
Then the woman, seeing that she could not go unnoticed, came trembling and fell at his feet. In the presence of all the people, she told why she had touched him and how she had been instantly healed. Then he said to her, daughter, your faith has healed you. Go in peace. In most translations and, and the different retellings in the different gospels, this is how we know this lady. We don't know her name. We just know her as the lady, the woman with an issue of blood. She was known by her issue. She wasn't known by her name. She wasn't known by the possibilities on her life, the potential in her story. She was known by her issue. You know what the challenge of this year is? Issues have come to the surface. We haven't been able to keep things. Where there were financial pressures, they've come to the surface quite quickly. Where there were emotional pressures in marriages and, and personal health issues, they've come to the surface and people's issues are closer to the surface. This lady's issue was very much her entry point of her life. I am the lady with an issue of blood. I am ostracized from community. It's a radical, radical position to be in, but nothing stopped her. So my point number one is the title of my preach, Keep Showing Up. It says this, and a woman who was there who had been subject to bleeding for 12 years, but no one could heal her. Been reading the accounts of commentators about the story, saying, could I find her name? Could I find? There's no more details. But the one thing that all the medical advisors who speak about the story said this woman would have struggled was something called anemia all of her life, every single day. Now, years ago, I went to the doctor and I said, I want my tonsils out. And a little ear, nose, and throat specialist about this big said, it's dangerous, you shouldn't do it. But these things were ginormous. They were like soccer balls in the back of my throat. They were making me sick every time I traveled, and my voice was part of what I did. And so I went to another specialist. Don't do that. Who allowed me to get my tonsils out. And it all went fine, and I was feeling hundreds, and the next day I thought, well, I mean, I'm feeling 100%. There's a funeral on. I love people. I'm going to be there. I went to a funeral until I coughed slightly, and then realized this wasn't just a normal cough. And I, so I escaped the funeral, proceeded to the bathroom, and sorry for the details, but blood poured out of me, filling a lot of blood, seven or eight pints of blood got put back into me. But they didn't put blood, they put fresh frozen plasma. As you can tell, I'm not a doctor, I just remember the details. <laughs> and the amazing thing is they saved my life and all those things, all good things. The only thing is that blood that they put inside of me had no properties of blood. So I was instantly and immediately horribly anemic. And I'd never felt this in my life before. I couldn't get off the couch. I was so pale, I, I didn't matter what I ate, I could take a thousand iron tablets, I was so anemic, I had no energy for anything. I couldn't phone people, I, I just couldn't get up for anything. This thing of anemia literally stole weeks of my life, and my wife would come and feed me, I'd just lay on the couch, I couldn't go upstairs. And if you know me, that's not me. Now take it to this lady's life. Just that one aspect of this one issue, this one aspect, 
that she would have lived without energy. She would have lived without the emotional energy resources that she was required to navigate not just normal life, but the challenges of her life. And yet here comes a crowd. Here comes Jesus. She puts all the energy she has to find a way into a crowd she shouldn't be in. And she pushes her way through the crowd as weak and anemic as she would have been after 12 years of this issue. And puts all her energy to get to Jesus. I I want to commend this lady first and foremost before she did anything just for showing up. I want to tell you when we are the ones who keep showing up, and I'm not talking about church or meetings or life, I'm talking about showing up before God where Jesus is. Showing up before Jesus. Why? Because when we show up in faith, He shows Himself mighty, victorious, glorious, healer. In all ways, He is magnificent, but He loves faith. And sometimes there's, you've just got enough faith just to show up. Some of you this morning and some of you online this morning, it just took you all the faith and all the energy you could muster up just to be here. That's all God's looking for sometimes. It's called a mustard seed. It's called 12 years of pain, but I'm going to show up again. See, I've shown up at dog. See, I've done this journey with my wife for three years. We went to doctor after doctor and specialist after specialist and neurosurgeon and this surgeon and orthopedic surgeon and neurologist and chiropractor and specialist chiropractor and physiotherapist. And every room you walk and you go, I don't want to go again. They don't have answers. And I'm not pulling down the medical field at all. I love what God does and uses in the medical field. But sometimes there's just a journey you go on that no one has answers. And you feel like your resources are gone. And it takes every bit of energy inside of you just to show up. And some of you are feeling anemic right now. Because you've been hemorrhaging finances. You've been hemorrhaging dreams. Your relationships have been hemorrhaging. And circumstances and situations are at play, but you are hemorrhaging and no one has answers. As your pastor, as a friend, and as someone who had to do it time and time again. I remember Sundays when my wife didn't sleep all night and there was pain in the house. Now I've got to go preach a gospel of faith. And I'd stand in worship sometimes and say, God, All I got today was to show up. You have to show up. But I know every time he is faithful. And she knew something. She she knew something. See, she could have had excuses. It's been 12 years. This is just my story. I'm the woman with an issue of blood. That's my tag. That's my badge in life. And I'm going to get really good at telling my issue story. Maybe it's, it's against the rules. The rules say I shouldn't be there. The rules say anyone who touches me becomes unclean and needs to go through a cleansing process. That's what the rules say. What about everything that is possible has been tried? Why would I try anything else? What about shame or self-awareness? What about others need a more? Jairus' daughter is 12 years old. She's dying. I'm not dying. I've just got an issue. Jesus, you go to her. No, see, we've said it time and time again, and it's part of the foundations of this church, that a church without the broken is a broken church. And if you're broken, I'm going to ask you to just keep showing up. I don't have your answer, but he does. And he is glorious. 
anemic and no powerful life, just show up. Feeling broken and nothing can clean you, just show up. Feel like the back of the queue and not good enough to receive anything good, just show up. Feel like you're losing and you've been losing for a long time, just show up. Point number two, keep reaching out. It says in verse, verse 44, verse 44, shows what's on my mind. <laughs> in verse 44, she came up behind him and touched the edge of his cloak, and immediately her bleeding stopped. I mean, she doesn't just show up. She pushes away, and she reaches out just to touch the edge of his cloak. I want to tell you, you want to go a journey of healing. You want to move away from the guy with the issue of, the marriage with the issue of, the lady with the issue of. You want to change that. Well, show up and then reach out to God. Reach out. See, what's the crowd? The crowd's just another excuse. If he's God, he'll know I'm here. Surely. If he's God, I've done enough just getting here, just being here. Zacchaeus climbed the tree. Maybe I should have tried what he tried. And God says, no, I didn't have that for you. I want you to go through the crowd. Through every excuse and every challenge. See, David knew this. And David challenged. And David in Psalm 13 is in the lowest point of his life. He's in a cave with disgruntled, in debt, disheartened, um, just disillusioned warriors. He's like, how did I get here? I thought I was going to be the king. And he writes this Psalm 13. How long, Lord, will you forget me forever? How long will you hide your face from me? How long must I wrestle my thoughts and day after day have sorrow in my heart? How long will my enemy triumph over me? Think the Bible's not honest? That's an honest cry. Look on me and answer. Lord, my God, give light to my eyes or I will sleep in death and my enemy will say I have overcome him and my foes will rejoice when I fall. But, can you say that? But, but I will trust in your unfailing love. My heart rejoices in your salvation. I will sing the Lord's praise for he has been good to me. He's reaching out from a cave. He's in the belly of a cave with disgruntled, in debt dudes everywhere. And he's reaching out. He says, God, but, but I will trust you. But I will hold on. But thank you for your salvation. But you have been good to me all of my days. Why would I doubt you now? Why would I stop? And point number three, God always sees Verse 45, who touched me, Jesus asked. When they all denied it, Peter said, Master, the people are crowding and pressing against you. But Jesus said, someone, someone, someone touched me. Not a crowd, someone. I know that power has gone out from me. Then the woman said, not the woman with the issue of blood. Why? Because she didn't have that issue anymore. Just the woman. Seeing that she could not go unnoticed came trembling and fell at his feet in the presence of all the people. She told why she had touched him and how she had been instantly healed. Ladies, let me tell you, Jesus seemed to have a way of noticing women who sometimes felt like they might have been in obscurity. Peter's mother-in-law is just in the house with a fever. Jesus takes time and he walks in and we told in three gospels, he walks in and heals her. Jairus's daughter, a 12-year-old little girl, no name, just she's dying. 
Jesus goes on a mission to heal her. And then there's this widow of Nan, and he, he's on a procession. It's a funeral. He just notices her grieving because her son had passed away and says, no, I'm going to step in and I'm going to notice her. What about the woman in Luke 13 who had spent crippled by all sorts of things in life, was crippled over for 18 years, and Jesus says, I notice you. What does he do with this lady? I love that statement. It just says this. Then the woman, seeing that she could not go unnoticed. You ever thought, unnoticed by who? She was in a crowd. They're all people, two ears, two eyes, just people. She could have gone unnoticed. She'd spent the last 12 years of her life mastering the skill of going unnoticed. Who noticed her? The God of heaven noticed her. He saw her, and he sees you. The man with the issue. The woman with the issue. And we live in a world that wants to be noticed. Had to navigate social media with an 11-year-old son who likes doing flick flacks and getting people liking his flick flacks on something called TikTok, which I didn't know what that was, but I found out. And then I said, if in three minutes... We see anything dodgy on your profile. It didn't take three minutes. It took three seconds of clicking on a follower who just happened to be something that couldn't, a person that couldn't have been older than 12 or 13 year olds looking for someone to notice. And then other people just looking. And we live in a world that's desperate to be noticed. And Jesus says to the woman with the issue of blood, now just the woman, I'm a God who sees you even in the midst of chaos. See, Jesus says to her, then he said to her, daughter, your faith has healed you. Go in peace. Twelve years of chaos, you get peace. Twelve years of being overlooked, you get peace. Twelve years of obscurity, you get peace. Twelve years of sickness, you get peace. Twelve years of shame, you get peace. Twelve years of never feeling good enough, you get peace. Why? Because he notices you. And so my encouragement today is simple. When I read the Bible, I say, God, what's my part here? What are you asking of me? And I'm telling you as your pastor, he's calling me to keep showing up. To keep reaching out. And to keep knowing that he sees me. And he sees you. And he notices. And maybe you've become in life or even in lockdown the man with the issue, the woman with the issue, just become the son and daughter of the living God and allow the king of heaven to bring peace.